Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Selling Greenville, your favorite real estate podcast here in the upstate of South Carolina. I'm your host, Stan McCune, as always, realtor here in the greater Greenville area of South Carolina. As I always tell you guys, you can find all of my contact information in the show notes. If you have any real estate needs or just want to talk shop about the show or whatever the case may be, you guys know I get tons of messages from you guys. I get tons of feedback from my show. Um, I appreciate that. I always enjoy talking about it. And speaking of which, if you give me feedback by texting uh, or by calling me about my show, you can certainly leave a rating and a review Hit the subscribe button. There's a lot of different ways you can, uh, man, what am I trying to say? Support the show. (laughs) I'm not going to edit that out. You know, I do very little editing for the show because I want you guys to know the way I am. I'm not even going to edit that out. You can support the show a variety of ways. Um, Subscribe, download, rate, review. Those are the core ones. I've heard unsubscribing and resubscribing can also help in the algorithm. I have no idea. That makes no sense. But Technology doesn't make a whole lot of sense, so that would not surprise me either. Uh, But anyway, I appreciate you guys listening, and thank you, as always, for the support and everything uh, that you guys give me, whether via rating or review or whether just by contacting me directly. It's all good. All right, today we're going to be talking about another personal experience that I had, and I I like to share these experiences because... um, Obviously, everyone likes a good story, right? Or even a bad story, um, as long as it's still interesting. Everyone likes a story, and I've got lots of them as a realtor. Uh, But one thing I really like to do, and and we don't always get to do this as as real estate professionals, but I like to try a vendor, to use a vendor myself before I ever recommend them to a client. Um, And that is... Not always practical. There are just factors. For instance, I've I've never purchased a property on uh, on a septic system before. So the first time I had to recommend a septic inspector, it was not someone that I had personally used for myself ever prior to that. The first time I used a home inspector, you know, I didn't really care for the home inspector that uh, had been used for me when I purchased my first home. So I, I got a lot of advice from other people. I got referrals from other people that I trust. And I went with someone that way. And that's, uh, that is kind of how I operate my business. If, if I have to utilize a professional in a field uh, that I have never used myself, I make sure that I get trustworthy referrals from people that are in my network in one way or another, whether that is my investor contacts. I have a bunch of those, um, and and I know the difference between an investor that knows what he or she is doing and someone that's just tossing a name out there uh, that they've used one time and probably isn't doing a good job, but you know they're just trying to get traction uh, by networking and, and trying to, to look professional by, by referring business out. Um, I, I can tell the difference between that and someone that is in the marketplace is doing a lot of uh, a lot of work, a lot of investing, and actually knows who they're talking about and who they're referring. Um, and on the flip side, there are real estate agents as well that um, I can sometimes get good referrals from. But if I can, if I can, I always try to use someone who I have personally vetted. And this is uh, the case, uh, for instance, I... 
kind of uh, changed gears with home inspection companies uh, a few years ago. And uh, there was a, a home inspector. Um, shout out to Jesse. Uh, Jesse, I'll go ahead and and this is free advertising for Jesse. Jesse McCormick with Ace Home Inspections. Um, he does a great job. He he discovered something recently. Uh, he's he's done this actually multiple times. Has discovered multiple things that I don't think any other uh, inspectors would find. But when he first got into the business, being a home inspector, that's a that's a big deal. Not everyone can just get up and become a home inspector. And so um, it took me a while before I started really referring business to him. And it and it started with I had him inspect my own property, and then we went from there. And I and I kind of used him as as a backup. This is kind of similar to um, when I used to be in corporate ground transportation, how we would incorporate new uh, affiliates into the network. Um, and for those of you that were not co-workers with me, uh, and I know a few of my listeners used to work with me in that company that I worked for for nine years, um, you'll understand this. But we used to um, uh, bring new uh, ground transportation services into the network, and usually they would start as a backup and then they would get kind of uh, the bones that that the other companies couldn't help fill. They would get the jobs that other companies couldn't couldn't fill. And then if they did a good job of that, they might work their way up in in the rankings and and perhaps eventually become the first call. That's kind of how I operate as well in my real estate business with who I refer my clients to at the end of the day. And of course, a lot of my clients basically hand me the keys to the kingdom, so to speak, and just say, hey, use your inspectors for everything. Um, And if they do that, then this is the way I operate. Well, when it comes to home inspection, uh, sorry, not home inspections, when it comes to home warranties, um, I have never personally gotten a home warranty. Now, some people love home warranties and some people hate them. For me, I've always been kind of agnostic to them. I've found value in them. And here is kind of the, the general value proposition of a home warranty. And by, by the way, I just want to preface this for a second. Everything that I say in the show, this is a more generic episode in general. This isn't Greenville specific. However, everything I say in this show is still Greenville real estate oriented. So what I say about home warranty companies here in Greenville may not be the, the same thing as it is in El Paso. Um, or, you know, it might not be the same thing in San Mateo or, or, you know, New York or places like that. So understand, even with a generic podcast, a generic episode like this, it's still Greenville oriented. This is my experience in the greater Greenville area. Um, but I have my entire time that I have been a real estate professional have only referred out, uh, home warranty companies because, I have not personally ever had a need for them. But as I was saying before, there is, in theory, some value. And the value proposition for home warranty companies goes like this. You have homeowner's insurance, but homeowner's insurance only covers you from like a handful of major things, primarily fire damage, primarily wind damage, um, and a, a handful of other uh, related things. You might have uh, theft coverage. You might have some liability coverage. Look at your homeowner's insurance policy. In fact, I did an entire episode on this last year that I highly recommend you guys listening to where, where I got in the weeds on some homeowner's insurance related things because I used to be a uh, an insurance adjuster and I know a thing or two about that. 
Um, but the home warranty covers things that your homeowner's insurance doesn't. So your homeowner's insurance covers those big things. But if your stove goes out, your homeowner's insurance doesn't cover that. If you have a plumbing uh, leak inside your house, generally speaking, your homeowner's insurance is not going to cover that. It, de- it depends, okay? It, it There are some uh, exceptions to that. But if you have like a leak under your sink in your kitchen, your homeowner's insurance is not going to cover that by and large. Now, if the leak causes a bunch of damage, maybe. Again, it, it depends on a lot of different factors. Long story short, your home warranty does cover some of these things, things that aren't directly related to uh, the various hazards that uh, are primarily storm, fire, etc. related that your homeowner's insurance covers. So if your AC goes out, your home warranty can cover that. Your homeowner's insurance doesn't cover your AC if that goes out unless it goes out because of hail damage or something like that. Um, your refrigerator dies. If you have coverage in your home warranty because of your refrigerator, that will be covered. Generally, your homeowner's insurance policy doesn't cover that. So there's a variety of, of things where your your home warranty kind of gives you this additional layer of peace of mind. Your, your insurance covers the big stuff uh, from like something major happening that isn't your fault uh, that causes damage to it. And then your home warranty, in theory, covers things even that just kind of crap out due to old age. And so it's it's another uh, additional layer of protection. Now, these home warranties, they typically cost five, six, seven hundred dollars. It depends on what all you get for coverage. Um, and then uh, it used to be that that so that would be five, six, seven hundred hours for for the first year, and then after that, it used to be that that number went down. Recently, that number has started to uh, to actually go up, and some of that is related to COVID. There's a lot of of things, a lot of dynamics with that going on. I'm not going to get into all of that with you, but the long story short is, last year I decided, you know what, I want to get a home warranty on my home. There was a variety of reasons for that. I saw several different things that I, I thought were going to be a concern with my home coming up for that year. And that has been traditionally when I've recommended home warranties to people is if they're purchasing a home, for instance, that has a 16, 17-year-old AC unit. Well, that's a great example of a time when a home warranty can come in handy because if that 16-year-old AC unit just bites the dust and doesn't work anymore, in theory, your home warranty should be able to cover that. Your homeowner's insurance is not going to cover that unless a storm causes it to bite the dust, generally speaking. Um, So I had a a scenario here where I had several different, uh, several different things that I was like, you know what, this is a good year, if any, for me to test a home warranty to see if it's actually worthwhile. So I did. I bought um, a premium home warranty with hot tub coverage because I have a hot tub. Uh, A few additional riders on there as well uh, to cover me. I I paid a lot of money. I paid probably close to $800 for it. I'm not going to mention the company that I used. Um, I could get in trouble for that. So um, we're just going to keep that private for now. Um, But 
it was not an unknown home warranty company. Let me say it that way. They have local reps. Um, they do a, a lot of advertising within uh, and Joiner Realtors, the the brokerage I'm with right now. Um, a, a lot of different. Uh, they they have a, a big presence here in Greenville, at least. And so, um, so I bought this home warranty. Well, for a while, I didn't need to use it. There, there was just no reason to use it. Well, then I had a plumbing leak in a bathroom. Um, now, this was a, a slow leak. And, of course, not something your homeowner's insurance is going to cover. And, honestly, I probably could have attempted to fix it myself. But you know what? I hate plumbing. And I'm really bad with it. Like, I'm okay with, like, electrical stuff. But, like, plumbing, for some reason, that's, like, a different side of the brain. With plumbing, it's like, well, you could do this. You could do that. This might work. Let's try this. Um, I, I've never been taught in plumbing stuff. So some of y'all that are listening to this that are super handy, you're, you're just laughing at me right now. Um, electrical stuff, I get. It's like, this wire goes here. This... You know, you use this outlet in this situation, you use this outlet in this one, this, you know, you can only handle so much load and just all of that kind of stuff, right? It's very simple. It's very straightforward. Um, You either do it right or you don't. With plumbing, there's all this variability. It's like, well, you could do this, you could do that. Um, At least that's the way I think about it. Plumbers are probably, they probably disagree with that. Probably like an actual plumber, contractors, like, no, there's only one way to do it. Whatever. This is my perspective, okay? Don't argue with me. No arguing allowed. That's why I'm, I'm by myself on this podcast, so I don't have to take your arguments. Um, someone's going to send me a, a text making fun of me for this, though. I, I can assure you of that. Um, so, so there's a plumbing leak, <laughs> all that to say. Um, I actually did attempt to, to fix it in some, uh, let's just say, half hearted, uh, I'm going to keep this kid friendly, half-hearted ways. I, I attempted some simple um, some simple ways to uh, to fix this plumbing thing that did not work, okay? Very simply, it did not work. So it was like, you know what? I've got this home warranty in place. There was like a, a, a small deductible. I don't remember. It was like 85 bucks or something like that. It's just like 85 bucks to make the problem go away, right? That's it. 85 bucks. Problem's gone. I don't have to think about it anymore. I don't have to spend time trying to figure out what the issue was. Um, so I made the claim. And they assigned a plumber. And the plumber came out. And he literally spent 30 seconds inside the bathroom said, Okay, you're good. And ran out. I went in the bathroom. Turned on the faucet. Looked down below. And it was worse. The, the leak was now, it went from a slow leak to now it was a fast leak. So I contacted the home warranty company. Um, this is not fixed. It's actually worse now. They sent the plumber back out again. Same routine, same guy. By the way, several weeks went by before they came back out. The, the plumber was backed up. Um, he comes back out. Same thing. In and out, 30 seconds. Didn't give me time to test it uh, before he was already gone out of the neighborhood. I test it. Doesn't work. It's still it's still leaking. Still a problem. I contact them again. I was like, listen, this guy has been in here two times. He spent like 
a total time of like 60 to 90 seconds inside my house. I don't know what he's doing, but he's not fixing it. He's made it worse. Send someone else out here. And they're like, no, no, no. We've already paid this guy. He needs to, to finish his work. I'm like, fine. Several weeks go by. I finally get notified that he's going back out to fix it again. Um, he comes back out literally the same thing. In and out. And this time it was like I was prepared for it. And it was like, I was like, okay, let me check it. You know, it was like I was trying to check it. And it was like, it seemed like it, it w was not leaking. And so he went ahead and left. And then, but I kept the faucet running. And sure enough, it was like, you know, after a while uh, that, you know, the, the water came up the P-trap. Um, and sure enough, it started leaking again. It wasn't leaking as badly. Still leaking plenty contact the home warranty company again and finally they were convinced to send out another company that company great job they came out they said oh for some reason these are two different sized uh plumbing pieces in here these are not compatible i'm surprised that you that this hasn't leaked uh, a lot earlier than now um i'll have to go get some of those parts and then I'll have to come back and fix it. It took him a decent bit of time to fix it. He fixed it. It was great. No complaints. It only took, what, two, two and a half months for them to fix a very basic leak. So two, two and a half months that we basically weren't using. That was that was our guest bathroom, which is also my daughter's bathroom. Um, we were using that on a very limited basis, which was very frustrating. But you know what? It was okay. Things happen. Um, I I do re recall that they had assigned that first vendor. Uh, wasn't their primary vendor, but they had assigned them because everyone else was really backed up. It was like, okay, that's understandable. Well, then my hot tub starts acting up. And here's the here is the issue with my hot tub. We'd run it. It would run for a few minutes, and then we just cut off. And we couldn't figure out if that was like some kind of a safety setting or what was happening, but it would just run for a few minutes and then completely cut off. So I make the claim. Um, they asked me a few questions, uh, you know, to kind of ascertain what the issue was. And I explained it to them, you know, it's the hot tub, it just runs for a few minutes and then it just cuts off. Very simple. Um, they entered it as the hot tub was not heating properly, which is true. It, it was not heating properly. That was that was a part of, of it all. It, it wasn't getting hot at all. Um, it wasn't running long enough to get hot. So, <clears throat> um, so they assigned a contractor. Needless to say, I just kind of shook my head when I saw that the name of the contractor was an AC company. Now, I understand that there's like some similarities between like different things that heat and cool, but a hot tub is a very different thing from an air conditioning unit <laughs> or or a, or a furnace in, in a lot of ways. And so it was like, okay, let's just let this ride. Probably at that point, I should have immediately contacted them and said, what's the deal here? Why am I seeing that this is an AC company assigned to this? That said, I don't know if that would have done anything, if it would have made a difference, but um, 
I, I'm more the type, and perhaps this is a flaw, a personality flaw of mine, but I'm more the type that in that situation, I'm like, well, let's just see how they do. Let's give them a chance. So I gave them a chance. So they came out, two gentlemen uh, with the AC company, they came out, they, they, I showed them the problem. Um, they took off the panel, was looking at some stuff. They were on the phone with their manager for the entire time. It was like 45 minutes trying to figure out what the issue was. And they clearly had no idea what they were doing. After uh, 45 minutes of what appeared to me, and I was with them pretty much the whole time, utter cluelessness, they said, your control panel, or your control board is shot. You need a new control board. It's like, great. Um, get it. You know, I have hot tub coverage, so let's get that thing replaced. So they were like, okay, we'll, we'll order it. It'll probably be a few weeks, and uh, and then we'll come back and fix it. So a few weeks go by. Haven't heard anything. A few more weeks. Still haven't heard anything. I reach out to the home warranty company. Uh, oh, yes. Um, they have ordered the control board, and we're just waiting for it to come in. Okay? A few more weeks go by. Um, call them again. Um, yes, it, it's still it, it's still being ordered. But, you know, we're we're waiting for it to come in. There's all kinds of delays because of COVID. Blah 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 blah. You know how it is. Um, mind you, I'm starting to get to the end of my home warranty period. Now, home warranties are similar to your homeowner's insurance in that if you make the claim prior to the end of your coverage period. Um, the claim is still good, even if you don't extend your your coverage. Um, as long as, you know, if, if they haven't, uh, the claim just doesn't go away because if you change insurance companies or whatever before the claim has been resolved. So I've now been contacted by this home warranty company and they are asking me to renew my coverage and my coverage renewal was going to be over $1,000. And I was like, no. With, with this experience that I've had, there is no way I'm going to pay $1,000 for coverage. That is terrible. Uh-uh. Not going to happen. Um, well, still some back and forth with them about the control board coming in. And eventually, it reaches the point where I no longer have coverage. But I still have this open claim. And they assured me we will complete the claim despite the fact we, we will finish the job despite the fact that your coverage has expired. Okay, great. great. Um, so my coverage expired in, oh, what was it? I think it was May. I'm back and forth with them. Finally, in June, they reassigned the claim to a hot, uh, a, a pool and spa company. And I'm like, yes, finally, someone that knows what they're doing. The pool and spa company comes out, and they look at it, and they clearly they knew what they were doing. It was it was not two guys on the phone with their boss trying to figure out what was going on. They knew this pool and spa company. They knew what they were doing, and they immediately said, uh, "So yes, the control board does need to be replaced, but also you have two pumps here." that are not working properly, they need to be replaced as well. This is all contributing to uh, to the problems that you're experiencing. Well, of course, I had no idea. I, I don't know the first thing about a hot tub or about a pool or a spa or any of that. This is the first time I've ever had 
anything like that. Um, and so there was no way for me to have known any of that going into this. All I knew was the symptoms. You know, it's like when you go to a doctor and you say, my neck is hurting, you don't tell him Dr. Vertebrae, you know, C4 is experiencing some disjointed uh, discomfort. And I think it may be related to the fact uh, that, you know, I, I landed wrong doing this or that, and it may have shifted. So I, I don't know. You get the point. I had no idea. I was telling them the symptoms. My hot tub, I turn it on, and after a few minutes, it shuts off, and it doesn't work properly. All right. So, pool and spa company, they submit their findings to the home warranty company. The home warranty company then says, um, okay, the this pool and spa company is ordering your control board to replace it. Um, they also said that there were two pumps that needed to be replaced. You'll need to make a new claim for that. So please renew your coverage so that you can make an additional claim. Hmm. Well, that's interesting. Um, I don't see this as a new claim, right? I made the initial claim prior to my my coverage expiring. I did not know that there were two separate issues causing my hot tub not to work properly, and I hadn't used the hot tub in the interim between the two different companies going out there. I was relying on the AC company that they initially sent to tell me what the problem was, to actually properly diagnose the problem, and to properly tell the home warranty company what the claim was related to. Had they at that time told me, you have two problems, I could have at that time, if it was required, made two claims, and then had them both resolved. I would have even paid, I guess, two deductibles, even though that seems a bit ridiculous because it was one singular problem that I was see- that I was seeing. But I, I was open to all of those different possibilities. But now they're saying, oh, you have to make a second claim. And, and in order to do that, you also have to spend an extra $1,000 to renew your coverage. Mm, no, no, we're not going to do that. So I called them back and I politely explained to them the issue. And they said, oh, okay, um, we'll get back with you on this. We'll look into this. We'll get back with you. Now, reminder, this hot tub now, it's been months, months that this hasn't worked and months since I've made the claim. I made the claim well before my warranty expired. And now my warranty has expired. And we're still kind of in the, the same boat that we've been in. So, um, so they look into it. I don't hear back from them. I contact them again. They say, we're sorry. Um, this requires an additional claim. and You can't make an additional claim unless you renew your coverage. And I say, and I explain to the new person, which by the way, um, I'm pretty sure they're outsourcing their call center. Um, that's what a lot of call centers do these days, but I'm pretty sure that they're outsourcing the call center. Um, there are some language barriers. I'm having a hard time understanding them. They're having a hard time understanding me. There's some nitty gritty stuff going on here that can be difficult to explain to someone in their second language. Um, and so we're going back and forth. 
um, multiple times. Finally, after a long time of fighting this, they connect me to uh, kind of like the next tier, the, almost like their their managers. Speak to the manager, and the manager says, uh, "You know what, sir? I'm I'm sorry you had to go through this. I understand what you're saying. It makes sense that this would need to be covered. We will go ahead and cover it." I said, "Great, awesome." So a few weeks go by, and um, I reach out to the pool and spa company, and I say, have you gotten approval from the home warranty company yet? And they told me, no, we have not. We've not gotten any approval yet. So I now have the number for this management division. I call the, the manager back, get a different person, and the different person gives me the same line that I was getting before, that I have to make a second claim. And by now, I'm kind of ticked off. I've been very polite. You know, it's not these guys, it's not their fault, right? At the end of the day, I get it. They have to do what they have to do. But but sometimes you have to raise your voice to get things done in these situations so that they understand that you're not just going to roll over and let them do to you whatever they want to do. Um, and in this case, I did a little bit more than that. Um, I actually let my emotions get the better me, of me, and I um, was pretty upset with them, and I expressed that, and the the call ended up getting disconnected. I think the lady just hung up on me, and it wasn't like I was like cussing her out or anything. That's, that's, that's the thing. I was just in a very strong way was explaining that I was not happy. So... All of this time, I have not yet contacted the local rep. Well, I attempted to contact the local rep. I was not able to. So, mind you as well, I'm pretty busy. You know, it's not like I have all day to, you know, you make these phone calls. And they, they take an hour to, to, you know, it takes a while to be connected to someone. And then, you know, you have a conversation with one person. You got to explain the entire thing over again. Then then they have to put you on hold, talk to someone. Then they connect you with their manager. And it's just a long process. And, I, you know, I have to have like a, an hour or two free just to even do all of this, which I don't have very often. Um, and so I know that there's a local rep. Um, and I have communicated with this local rep in person, never on the phone. I've tried to reach her a few times on the phone and have never been able to. So I, I knew that she had connections within my company, CDN Joiner. So I, I reached out to other agents and was like, hey, does anyone know how I can reach this person? I've been unable to reach her. And so some helpful people, some uh, helpful agents within the company gave me a, a number uh, to reach her. And it was actually, um, it was the same number that I had. But what I discovered was for some reason... My Google Voice was not going to her, but my personal cell phone number, I could reach her that way. Um, so there was something going on there. I don't exactly know what all the situation was. Um, but I reached out to her on my personal cell phone number. Um, she's very nice. I have no qualms with her. She's a, But she's a salesperson. She's not like a, a, a claims manager. She's not even a manager. Um, she can get stuff done, but it's more from the standpoint of, of her operating on the sales end of things uh, and trying to pull strings from, from that end of things. If you've ever been a, a salesperson, the salespeople that I know that are listening to this, you understand you only have so much pull with the operations of, of a company. 
and you can, you know, strongly encourage them, hey, this is going to be really bad if you don't follow through on this. But at the end of the day, if they if they're having a bad day in in operations and they don't want to listen to you for whatever reason, they can just not listen to you. And there's not a whole lot that you can do outside of if you're. Uh, you know, if you're a smaller company, you might be able to escalate it to someone above the operations department. But in a bigger company, which this home warranty company is a bigger company, um, I, I don't think that there was any opportunity for that. So I went back and forth with her. I went back and forth with with her manager. Her manager um, eventually called me. I was not able to answer the phone, left me a voicemail that said, sorry, you have to make an additional claim uh, in order for this to for us to cover the pumps. Listen, I don't even know how much these stupid pumps cost. This is the principle of the thing now, right? I They need to pay. It is not my responsibility. They did me wrong on multiple levels. And it, it's time for them to, to, to pay up for that. Um, so I'm not getting anywhere. I reach back out to the sales rep. I tell the sales rep what's going on. And she totally gets where I'm coming from. I mean, how can you not? Honestly, it's fishy. It all, you know, I don't think that they intentionally did this, but the fact that they waited until after my warranty expired to assign a, di- a more competent contractor to the claim and then denied part of the claim, to me, that's very, very fishy. To me, if that were uh, an insurance company doing something like that, I would not be happy. Um, but... Nonetheless, that is what happened, and, and that was my case. And I, I let her know, just so that you know, um, I will be, if this does not get resolved, um, I will actually be reaching out to, um, to the agents in my company, 400 agents. I'll be letting everyone know my experience, um, just so that they understand uh, what I've gone through. And I'll also be filing... A complaint through the Better Business Bureau. Well, guess what I did? I filed a complaint through the Better Business Bureau and sent out an email, professional email. Nothing. I, I did not say anything negative about specific people. I did not um, get verbose in terms of how I described the issue. Straight to the point. Listen, most realtors never get a home warranty in their entire lives for themselves, but they will refer clients to them all the time. I actually did it. I actually got one for myself and had a terrible experience with it. I feel like that's valuable information, don't you think? Don't you think that's something we, in NC Dan Joyner, we have an email called InfoShare where we literally just share this type of information. And, and it's to help us all understand who's, who, what's going on out there. You know, we'll share with each other different types of contractors and whatnot. Now, most of the time, it's positive stuff. Usually, it's, hey, this guy did a really good job for me. Or, you know, someone going out there being like, hey, who are you using for tile work? And then a person, you know, a few agents send their tile people, whatever the case may be. Um, In this case, had this home warranty company come through for me, I was ready. I was going to send an email either way. If the home warranty company had come through for me, I would have sent an email to the whole company because remember, I'd already sent that email out saying, hey, can anyone get me the contact information for this lady? I'm having issues with the home warranty company. So I'd already sent out that one email, 
right? And I'm sure people were already thinking, what's going on here? And actually, a team leader with one of the biggest teams in C-Dan Joyner replied all and said, that's why we never use that home warranty company, which was like, wow, okay. That person's really putting his name out there, <laughs> right? Um, I wasn't even you know, willing to say something like that. Um, but this time, I thought it was worthwhile to send a um, a response that actually followed up on my initial email so that people knew how things worked out, that I ended up having to contact the Better Business Bureau, which, by the way, it's still unresolved. Um, the home warranty company has until early November to, quote-unquote, resolve the issue. And I don't know what happens after that. I have never dealt with the Better Business Bureau. Um, it's a new experience for me. Um, I, I really don't know how this plays out. I'm just going to explore all my options and do whatever I can outside of contacting an attorney because it definitely would cost me more money to do that um, than it would uh, to, you know, just get it fixed myself. I'm pretty confident. Um, well, here's what was interesting is I had, there were, uh, so I got a, a lot of positive responses from the company to my email. Um, a lot of people that just email me directly like, hey, that's really helpful information. Thank you for sharing that. We need to know the good and the bad, blah, blah, blah. Um, there were a few agents that got angry at me and that raked me over the coals in front of the whole company. Here, here is one email. I'm just going to read this email from a major agent with C. Dan Joyner. Um, I'm, I'm obviously not going to say her name. Um, but, um, I, I thought this was hilarious. Uh, I literally, I read this and at first my blood pressure went up and then after I let it sink, after it just sunk in for a second, I was just laughing. I was just like, this is hilarious on so many levels. So, so this is what she said. Oh, and she copied my broker on it, which my broker is already a part of the InvoShare email list. <laughs> so it's like, and, and. By the way, I spoke to my broker afterwards, and I was like, do you want to slap my wrist for, for this? And we both had a good laugh about it. It was like, he was like, this is literally what the InfoShare email is for. You did not go overboard. Um, but uh, anyway, we all, we all had a good laugh about it, except for, except for this lady and a few other agents that for some reason took offense to my email. She, so here's what she said to the whole company. Stan, I am sure there is more to your story not disclosed in your email. Well, uh, to be honest, I I'm sure there is too. In fact, I didn't share half the details in my email that I've shared with y'all. So yes, there are plenty more, uh, more to my story. There are always two sides to a story and always more to the story. Very factual. I have worked with blank, the lady, the sales rep, with uh, blank warranty company for many, many years, both personally, ooh, I don't know what that means, um, and professionally, I'm I'm really curious about the personally uh, one. You know, she like going out for drinks with this person and and treating this home warranty company. Uh, I I don't know, but um, I have worked with them for many many years, too many's, um, many many years, both personally and professionally, and always refer this warranty company to my buyers and sellers. I have never, in all caps, had an issue like you described, and personally have blank. Home warranties on multiple properties. Well, congratulations. Um, in my experience, the best and most professional way to resolve a situation is to work directly with the company and their representatives. Hmm. I kind of thought I did that, but okay. It is most certainly unprofessional to defame or slander a person or their company in a mass email. 
hmm, that sure sounds like the pot calling the kettle black, if I'm not mistaken. Um, defaming or slandering a person or a company? I'm, I did not do that in my email, but uh, sure feels like she's doing that to the company to me. Remember, your reputation is so much more important than revenge or restitution. Definitely not getting revenge, so I don't, I don't know where that came from. Taking the high road is always the best way. <laughs> Thank you for leading the way, lady. Um, just a bit of advice from an old veteran agent with a lot of scars. Take it or leave it, but please delete my name slash email or on any such correspondence you may feel compelled to send in the future. Um, there's no way for me to do that. I'm sorry. You have to unsubscribe yourself from the info share email. I, I can't do that. Someone else uh, followed up and said, please remove me from this group text. <laughs> it's not a group text. <laughs> We're sending emails via an... an info share email that you are subscribed to i'm sorry this is getting way off the rails uh but i got a good laugh out of this and i just i thought that you guys would enjoy that as well this is these are some of the crazy things i deal with as a realtor um i, I don't even know i didn't even know how to process this i i was getting a good laugh someone else uh at some point responded uh also let me see if i can find this response i'm just scrolling down here uh, a lot of I have clients in the same boat as you, blah, blah, blah. Um, here we go. Another one. I agree. Take me off your list. Um, I'm, I'm sorry, guys. I don't have like a list of realtors that I'm just like sending out complaints to. I have never, ever in my six years with the company sent out an email like this where I have explained a negative experience that I've had. So it's not like I'm doing this all the time. Um, I, I frequently share helpful things for people and will ask normal questions. I felt like that this was a helpful tidbit. Um, anyway, I got a good laugh on that. Then I got a call from an agent that I have never dealt with, a C. Dan Joyner Greer office agent, who let me know that, that the agent that sent that email telling me that I was defaming and slandering, that she's actually, th this Greer office agent, is personal friends with, with this agent that was angry at me, personal friends with one of her clients um, and that the agent that, that doesn't like me uh, now <laughs> um, had actually gifted them a home warranty from this company. And that uh, she, the Greer office lady, knows these clients because uh, they're like physical therapists or something that, that have worked with her. And so she knows personally that recently they had to replace, I, I think it was two AC units for $12,000 that the home warranty company refused to cover and that they didn't tell the agent because they felt bad about it because the agent had gifted them the home warranty. So, miss, you know your name if you're listening to this, which you aren't. Um, lady that likes to, to publicly rake me over the coals because I simply shared an experience that I had with a well-known home warranty company. You have clients that have had a very negative experience and have had to shell out $12,000 due to the home warranty company not coming through on their promises. Sorry. Um, by the way, um, I did not respond to any of the negative emails that were sent to me. Um, I did not reply all. I, I, w I really wanted to. You guys that know me know I have that New Jersey side. I'm, I'm from North Jersey, and that North Jersey side comes out sometimes. And it's really hard to suppress Jersey. 
you know that that's a hard very very hard thing for me to uh to to keep in the background in in these moments but i did you know and i'm gonna pat myself on the back and actually another agent um with our company specifically emailed me and said thank you that you took the high road which the lady that didn't like me said i didn't take the high road but another agent said thank you for taking the high road and not responding to all those mean things uh that were said about you and other agents said said similar things and i am proud of myself that was that is a, an example of growth and self-restraint um that i can only attribute to god for uh <laughs> for helping me to grow in that area because stan 10 years ago you guys that have known me for 10 years or more, you know that Stan would have replied all, and uh, that would not have been a pretty sign. That, that, sorry, that would not have been a, a, a pretty experience. It, it, it would not have been a good thing to see, but I've learned, and I just took it on the chin, and I moved on, but I'm not taking it on the chin yet with this home warranty company, waiting to see... Uh, how this experience with the Better Business Bureau goes, um, we'll see. Maybe I'll have another episode where I can explain that. I don't know. Uh, it, it might not be interesting enough to explain it. Uh, but this podcast has already gone long enough. I think the moral of the story is, first off, I'm never going to refer my clients to that home warranty company again. I've got a few others that some have have recommended that um in the future, if I have a client that really wants a home warranty company, that's who I'm going to refer them to. And at the same time, I'm also just going to let people know my experience with a very reputable, well-known home warranty company was really, really bad. Um, and I'm going to really hesitate from referring them at all from any home warranty company in the future because my hunch is that they probably all have uh, those quirks. Because they're all just trying to make money at the end of the day. They're all trying to make money and to decline claims. That's how they do it. Homeowners insurance is the same way. But homeowners insurance is regulated in different ways. They can get in big trouble. Um, And there are other uh, safety measures in there to protect the insured uh, from a home insurance company screwing them over. Home warranty companies, nothing, nothing like that. No measures like that in place. Um, I think, at least for now, the Better Business Bureau is my best bet. Um, If any of you have suggestions for what you think I could do in addition to that, I am definitely open to hearing what your ideas are. And if you like the show, (laughs) because I have to plug it one more time, please make sure you subscribe, rate, review, download, all of those great things. My contact information is in the show notes as always. Thank you guys for listening. Have a great rest of your week.